Welcome to the Blow Up the Blueprint podcast, where it's all about how to use creative thinking in your business for a standout brand with your host, Joe Gifford. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode six of Blow Up the Blueprint podcast with me, Joe Gifford. And in this episode, it's all about the creative stereotype effect and how believing that you are creative or not has an effect on the outcome. But first, let's just take a look at the fact that according to the World Economic Forum, it's projected that creative thinking is going to be number three in the top 10 skills. We know one of the most important and in-demand skills in the next few years, creativity is at number three. So number one is complex problem solving. Number two is critical thinking. And number two is creativity. And actually creative thinking kind of encompasses those top three. And just to give you an indication of how quickly creativity has risen up the agenda as being one of the most important work skills. In 2015, creativity was at number 10. Complex problem solving has remained at number one from 2015 until now. Creativity has jumped seven spaces to be number three in what the World Economic Forum recognizes as being one of the most important work skill set. And this is so interesting. So this is from the new World Economic Forum report, The Future of Jobs, which is an extensive survey of senior talent and executives from over 370 global employers. And they compiled the top 10 skills that will be the most important in 2020. So we know that creativity is super important in the workplace. We know that this is a skill that's going to be in demand. So what is the creative stereotype effect? Now, this is really interesting, guys, because I'm sure that many of you might resonate with not being considered creative. How many of you during your childhood or as you were growing up became less and less creative because it's just not something that you identified with? Perhaps you became associated with being more academic than creative or more sporty than creative. You know, and I know, you know, myself that I I always identified with being creative, but I kind of had the opposite effect. I always thought you could either be arty and creative or sporty or you could be arty and creative or, you know, sort of studious. It, It didn't seem to be that you could have creativity sitting alongside other things. And of course, this was a a world view that I formed quite early on in my early teenage years. And it's one that it it took me some time to break out of as an adult. And it's so, so common that as we grow up, we stop resonating with creativity. We identify with being in a different box, in a different label, a different segment of a society. And it's partly because creativity, especially as you get past childhood where play and creativity is never questioned, there becomes that push for doing something more useful with your time. Or perhaps you might hear some key adult voices in your childhood, perhaps it's a teacher or a parent or somebody in authority who didn't recognise the need for, you know, for creativity. Perhaps there was a story around it in your family or in your culture or in your workplaces, maybe that creativity was nebulous, that it's not needed, that it's extravagant, that it's surplus to requirements. There are so many stories that you might hear about why creativity is something you shouldn't spend your time on. And it becomes very difficult to undo that kind of thinking, to step away from 
those kinds of labels and walls that we end up being confined in because we form beliefs very early on. And I remember teaching years and years ago, I used to teach in a college, I've taught in several higher education places. And, you know, one of my lovely, lovely students really wanted to do fashion design. She really wanted a career in fashion. But her parents were telling her to go and do a business degree because that would have, you know, that would stand her in better stead because you can't trust, you know, the creative industries. You can't, you know, rely on your creativity. And it broke my heart. And, you know, her parents weren't trying to ruin her life. They weren't trying to do something, you know, that that was detrimental to her. In their view, they were trying to set her up the best that they could, you know, with a career that would, you know, give her the best base. And, you know, I remember myself, you know, as a teenager, I wanted to go and, and you know, leave school at 16 to go and study art and, you know, start my sort of creative journey. And, you know, my parents' advice was to get my, my A-levels and, you know, carry on with, with academia because I would have a broader base. And, you know, I actually loved academia, so that, you know, that wasn't a problem for me. But for some people, they find themselves struggling to you know, do something that they really love or to find room for creativity because, you know, there's a label against it that it's tough to make a living as a creative person, that it's tough to, you know, get ahead in the creative industry somehow. And it might not even be as far-fetched as that. It might just be that, you know, as you grow older, as maybe you're working full-time, you might have a family, that making space for creativity becomes harder and harder. And especially when we don't see hard evidence that it's required. And it's so, so interesting that, you know, we start to believe that we can't be creative. And certainly now while I'm teaching, you know, creative thinking for business and I'm starting to work with entrepreneurs who haven't perhaps employed creative thinking techniques before, this is a whole new set of thinking skills for them. But here's the thing, creativity is really, really needed. So the creative stereotype effect then is identified by, you know, by two researchers, um, Dennis Dumas and Kevin N. Dunbar. And they've identified the stereotype effect um, from some research that they did, which took two groups of people to do some problem solving exercises. The first group were told to imagine that they were eccentric poets. And the second group were told to imagine that they were rigid librarians. So these are really quite kind of extreme stereotypes. And guess what? The first group who were told that they were creative, who were told that they were eccentric poets who kind of stepped into that alter ego, they were the ones who had the most creative and problem-solving techniques in the research. So stereotyping has an effect on how creative you think you can be and on the outcome of your creative thinking. It changes, you know, what you believe about yourself. And this is no surprise, really. You know, I've spoken a lot about alter egos before and how we can harness those and use them to step into more confident versions of ourselves. And this is another version of that. It's been proven through research that if you believe you are more creative, you're going to get some creative results. So how can you start to believe that you are more creative? How can you look for ways to include creativity in your daily life? And, you know, I would urge you to consider how, you know, creativity has been identified as being such a key skill for the workforce by 2020. And ignoring that pull it's going to be detrimental because we are moving more and more into an ideas economy. So are you stereotyping yourself? Are you stepping away from being more creative and from applying creative thinking techniques? I'd love to know. So make sure that you hit me up on joe at joegifford.co 
And also, if you're finding my podcast useful, I would love for you to do a favour for me. Head on over to iTunes and click subscribe on the Blow Up the Blueprint podcast and leave me a review. It would take you about 10 seconds and I would be so, so grateful. Hey, it's Joe. I'm popping in to tell you about one of my new favourite podcasts. Now, guys, I listen to about three or four podcasts every day. I am an audio addict. So when I'm out on my bike and I'm cycling to and from the cafes which I work, I love to take in audio because, just like you, I love learning on the go. So my friends over at the Unregulated Podcast by City AM are ones that I have recently discovered and I love them. We are both trending right now in the iTunes We Mean Business section and I am loving what they are adding to the conversation all about how to be a great leader and growing your business. In particular, one of my favourite episodes recently was with creative thinking expert Chris Barris-Brown. So I suggest you hop on over to iTunes, put in Unregulated by City AM and discover them. I'd love to hear what you think. So go and check them out on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify and go and subscribe to my friends. Thanks.